0: Hey ladies, it's your favorite girl, Inga Nicole. I teach women to boss up their bag in 30 days or less by waking the F up. That's your faith, your family, your finances, and more. Today, let's talk about your finances. Who's ready to boss up that bag? Ladies, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Inga Nicole. All right, you ready? Let's get into it. guys, it's your favorite girl, Inga Nicole, and let's talk about bossing up your bag. So you got a free gift from me because I love you. I am so excited for every single woman to have an absolutely outstanding business that you are proud of. Not just proud, that you are making money from. Can you say cha-ching? I mean making money every single day. Not just today. Not just tomorrow. Not just next week. But every single day. I expect this for you. And these are the strategies that I took. Can I tell you a story? I remember a time where I was running a mortgage company back in maybe 2008. And my company was making a lot of money. Uh, and But we had so many expenses. I had property. I had staff. We had mortgages. We had uh, rent that was not being paid. And there was a time I remember opening my wallet and my money was scarce. And I said, no more. I literally said a prayer one day and I said God I promise I am NOT going to be broke ever again I am going to boss up my bag and I'm going to be the best the most amazing the hottest mortgage broker real estate professional tax accountant that this world has ever seen <laughs> it didn't exactly work like that not in that day but what I did do was I remember not having Any money at all and I was making a lot of money I'm talking five figures a month however so many expenditures as expenses so many things to pay people pulling on me tugging on me my kids my family you know my uh, just 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 church like everything is pulling at me every single way in addition to all of the weight of the world that I had on me and so I told myself no more I'm not gonna ever be broke again and so what I did and I have one in my hand right now I took a $100 bill and I, you hear that? And I took that $100 bill and I folded it up into a piece, like a little threefold. And I stuck it into my wallet and I told myself, I said a prayer, I said, God, and listen, I can't make any excuses, but if you're not a Christian, you know how to get your prayer on, you know how to get your, somebody save me on, do that right now. I want you to say this with me, say, God, right now in this moment, I will never be broke again. Say that with me. I will never be broke again. My money circulates. I am never broke, my money circulates. I will never, say it now, I will never, ever, 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 be broke again. And so I took that $100 and I put it in my wallet. And when I tell you this is a time where the mortgage industry had taken a tremendous downside downturn. So I was not in the real estate side of showing houses. I was on the side of the mortgages where I get the money. I'm the bank. And so everything fell apart like a complete collapse. The Banks were falling apart. People were jumping out of windows. People were losing their homes. And it was just completely a horrible existence in that time. And But I took that $100 and I put it in my wallet. And I promised myself, I'm not gonna do this again my hundred dollars was so sacred that i had a friend that was also in the mortgage broker business and if he ran into hard times he'd say inga do you have that hundred dollars and i would be like yeah but you've got to give it right back he would take that hundred dollars and he would make it work for him and he would bring it right back and so the principles that i'm going to share with you today are the principles that I took from $100 to turn it into probably seven figures more than once is all I could say I do my very best not to ever make income claims because number one people be checking for you so I really don't talk about that I let my work be evidence of what is going on I don't have to tell you I can show you better than I could tell you but I took this hundred dollars and I learned some other lessons along the way you know a podcast here or a a class a master class there but i put together everything that i had learned and so these are the steps that i took to begin to pay myself begin to have money for myself to let go of the, the stress and the frustration the overwhelming you know if you're a woman like me that that pressure in your shoulders like right here you know what i'm talking about like under your neck right put your two fingers like across your your blade, your your decontage, I call it maybe, right in there before you touch your shoulders, whatever it's called, because I'm no scientist or a body anatomy specialist, I'd count money. <laughs> Put your arms right there where you feel that weight of the world. You know what I'm talking about, that neck pressure, where you feel like you got a baby around your neck that weighs about 15 to 25 pounds. I didn't want to have that feeling anymore, and so this is what I did to get that weight of the world off of my shoulders. See, because if you're a business owner like me, then you realize that you have created a job. You're working nine to five, maybe at your regular job, and then you're going to work five to nine at your your home-based business or your other job, or you may have started a business and now you're working 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 6 a.m. to midnight. You know what I'm talking about. I know that you're listening to me. It is a lot to do, but if you don't learn, What I'm going to teach you today, you may forever have the stress of your business working you. Have you ever seen that movie, The Players Club? They say, don't let that money make you, right? You wanna make sure that you are operating and running your business. And ladies, my boss, babes, I gotta think of a name for us. You wanna be bossed up at all times. You wanna be so bossy that bossy is bossy and bossy is checking for you. You wanna make sure that you stay on top of your financial game. They always say, are you sick of having more month at the end of the money, right? You're, you're trying to stretch your money throughout the month, but the month runs out and your money the, your money runs out and the month's still going on. Or they say you're trying to make ends meet, but ends don't meet. If you take your two pointer fingers and put them together and then put them like out to the right, into the middle, out to the right and left, into the middle. Ends don't meet, <laughs> they're ends, you get it? So this is the strategy. I probably said that already, but this is the strategy that I took to make sure that my money was going to circulate for me. Let's just start with the $100 that I had because this is how I did it. Of the $100, I always pay myself first. There's a book called The Richest Man in Babylon by George C. Classen. I love this book. It literally said, one-tenth of all you earn is yours to keep. You could download this book on Google or on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts. Get it on YouTube for free. One tenth of all you earn is yours to keep. But I also learned in my my reading, because I am a Christian woman, I love the Lord, hallelujah, it's the highest praise and all that good stuff. But I learned that you're supposed to give ten percent to the storehouse to continue and, and people and, and and this isn't about tithes, but people will talk about uh they don't want to pay tithes or the church is taking all their money, but the the the, the reason for the tithe is so that you can participate in the functioning of the storehouse, meaning of the church house, to keep it going. So all of us need each of us, and each of us need all of us. And all of us are always participating and sharing in what we do. So we have to make sure that we're doing what we can to participate. So this is what charity is all about. And let me tell you this, because charity is going to be one thing that we talk about for this few moments, but when you give out this charity 10%, of what you earn or or what you have to offer, charity is not always money. Giving is not always money. I learned this a long time ago. Giving is sometimes give what you don't have. Give more of what you need. Give more of what you wish to have in your life or more of what you expect. Because a lot of times we'll say, I don't give because I don't have it to give. But you have something to give. You might be sad and you can give a hug, right? You might be you know, happy you might be happy and then you can give out some joy. You could bring the heat, bring some energy up in the room. So when we're giving, when we talk about charity, That's a whole segue, right? But when we're giving and we talk about charity, don't always think of it as a monetary thing because it's not. But let's do talk about the money. Is that such a thing? Do talk about the money. Let's talk about the money right now. The first thing I did, guys, these are five steps that I did to increase my money. I took that $100 and I got myself five envelopes. And if you want to get the envelopes, I want you, after you listen to this, recording i want you to send in the comments send me the envelopes and so the first 10 people that ask for the envelopes are going to get them for free can you say free for free for the low (laughs) first thing i did was take ten dollars out of that hundred dollars and i called it my play money it's my stash is what i call it and my stash is for me. Say that. My stash is for me. So 10% of every dollar that you get, I don't care if it's $1, it's $0.10, cents. it's $10, it's $1, it's $100, it's, it's $10, it's $1,000, it's $100. 10% of all you earn, of all you have, of all you touch is for you and you have to keep it. You have to keep it for yourself. Not only do you have to keep it for yourself, I want you to let it stack up. I want you to see it and touch it and feel it and play in it because oftentimes we get money but we don't allow ourselves to enjoy the moment of the money that we have. It's easy come, easy go. And you don't see it, you don't let it stack up so you don't even know or realize that you have it. And you'll find at the end of this month where the money has run out, you don't realize you had so much money and so you're like, wow, where did all my money go? And if you allow your just your 10% to stack up, I promise you, this is the first step to having more money for yourself because we teach women, I teach women, to boss up their bag and their personal income, right, in 30 days or less. So that 10% is yours to keep. Now, here's the catch. I learned this from a, a, someone that I, I heard years ago. He called it something different, but he said, when you're saving this stash that we're saving, You only can save it for three months as much as you can save for yourself for three months. Now you can blow it anytime you want because saving this 10% allows you to feel happy, allows you to feel like you did something for yourself. It allows you to say, look at me. I can get a shirt, a dress, a wig, my nails. You can get whatever you want with your money. If you want to get Chanel or Gucci or Hermes or whatever you're getting, I don't know what people buy, but whatever you're buying, that shoe. So, Cause some of you guys, I know you out there with your, your shoe game is on 100, right? And so you might want to buy a pair of shoes that cost a, a little couple of dollars, I call it. So you want to save your money, but after three months, You have to blow the bag. And the beauty in blowing a bag is that it makes you feel amazing because it's just for you. You didn't share. You didn't give it away. You worked day in and day out. You worked after work, between work, during work, lunch break, work, bathroom break, work, work, work. You deserve to have for you. And so this 10% of your stash is your money to blow on yourself. And you must do it. Now there's somebody out there like, really, Inga? I don't even have the money to do that. But you do. Because see, the money that you get, you didn't have it anyway. You just said that. I didn't say that. You said that. So you do have it. Just start to skim off the top, we're going to call it. I always tell my boo bear. Everybody finds a way to skim off the top. This is also going to take some discipline. You spend money on other things, but if you get calculated about what you're going to do with your money, if you pay attention to your money, your money will grow. Because seeing is believing. Believing. And so the first 10% is for you. One-tenth of all you earn is yours to keep. Take that money and do what it do just for you. The second 10% of your money, because remember we're talking 100% and I'm talking about this $100 bill, so $10. $10 of this money is for you to give. So I give my money. I gave my money in a tie because I believe pressed down, running over, shaking together is coming back to me. Jesus, God don't feel me now. Let's go. You know, you might take your ten percent and give it to the homeless shelter or give it away to someone, but make sure that you do it. Again, you're saying, Inga, hey what?" Now you're not serious. I don't even have it, but you do take it from the next money that you get. If you practice this strategy, it is going to work. So you're gonna take that ten percent, and you're gonna. Put that 10% into another envelope, a jar, a shoebox, under your mattress, in a sock, wherever you want to put it. I use envelopes. You're going to take this 10% and you're going to use it. But here's the kick. Is anybody out there like me and you have a family that See you posting on Instagram, or you come to the parties. You know I pull up. When I come to the party, I pull up. I I, I think I, I I pull up on my my family on purpose. You know I jump in my G wagon. Guys, don't 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 let me be shamed. Not just not a shameful moment. I pull up in my G wagon, okay, and I turn up my my music blasting. For some reason, in my own neighborhood, I gotta act a little extra. Because for, for all the girls that pushed me down the street, right, and for all the young ladies that, you know, for the people that was, that was kind of like giving you that shade that we call hate back in the day, I just pull up on them. Just, Don't judge me. This is true. So I pull up in my neighborhood. You know, I'm coming down the street slow, blasting loud. Here's the thing. That flex, that little quick baby flex, that's for my own, for my own ego, we'll call it. It's no good at all because your family sees you and your friends and people that you know see you and they want some of what you work for. And even if you don't have a whole lot, it sure do look good, right? It feels good too. Come on now. Don't, don't. I know everybody have that moment where you, you see that one person and and you let them know that what did they thought? I say, what, what did they thought about you? Look at you now, right? That charity, even though you have your baby flexes is only 10%. And here is a surefire way to keep from over giving because we do it. You you feel somebody in need. The Bible says, if you have to give today, don't tell your neighbor uh, another time. Come back tomorrow. You do it when you have it. But they didn't say to give it all away. So when you have this 10%, this is what I teach. 10%. Of you, all your earn is yours to keep. Ten percent we must share, we must give, we must tie because the more you give, the more you will receive. You as you reap is as you sow is you shall also reap, right? And so I do ten percent. So if I have let's just say a hundred dollars, and somebody says, Hey Inga, do you have five dollars? Well, I do have five dollars, so I could give you five dollars. But now of my ten percent. I only have $5 left because remember in that moment, my 10% was only $10. So if someone asks me for $10 tomorrow, I only have only $5 left. So I actually don't have $10. However, I can give you five. And now three days later, someone say, Hey Inga, can I borrow $100? Well, I'd love to help. However, I do not have it available at this time. And guess what? It's true. I don't have it. I've already sowed that seed. I gave it away. I've already given my charity of my charity basket 10% that I had at that time. And so it, number one, helps me not feel bad for saying no. I do not have it. It is not in my budget today. I've already given to the extent that I can. So they're going to have to catch you on the next go around. And I promise you, when you do that for charity, when you give willingly from your heart, when you make sure that you do only the 10% and you learn that magical word of I can't right now, or yes, when you have it, but you stick to your 10%. Oh my goodness. All of your issues are out the window. Your charity issues are solved. Your family is not upset with you. You're not feeling bad or unwelcome because you didn't, you just don't have it. And that's what it is. So that's 10% for charity. All right. 5% I say to use for education. So education is maybe it's a masterclass. It might be one of those $97 click right here. It might be an ebook. Learn. You want to always be learning. You want to always be pouring into yourself, always be educating yourself, honing your craft, doing what you have to do to make yourself even stronger, better, faster. Every single day, you should be giving yourself at least 10 to 20 minutes of what I call personal development right make yourself greater making yourself stronger making yourself full at learning a new skill you could do something on social media literally for like five dollars you know buy a new app and learn how to work it for the free trial and then pay three dollars or cancel it whatever you want to do but that five percent you want to use or you want to continue to save up for an event that you want to go to but as you build yourself, your business will grow because what you put in your mind comes out in your creativity. It comes out in your activity, comes out in your action and everything that you do. So we're up to 25%, but you still have money left. Well, you know you have to pay your bills. But before we pay our bills, we're going to save some money. Guys, we have the emergencies. That's 10%. We're going to save 10%. Now listen, this is the easy diy let's just get started build some discipline plan but i do go up to even more more difficult or or taskful challenges where you're saving and putting aside even more lump sums but we're just starting from the beginning on a practice just to prove to you that these strategies will work and boost that bag up already the 10 percent off the top has built your bag up in the beginning of this conversation you were already at. Right? So you got your free money's worth. Okay? Listen, savings 10%. You have to save. You never know what's going to happen in your life. Guys, we have to save for, I don't want to call it a rainy day. We want to set ourselves up to be prepared for anything. And all you can do is all you can do. So you want to make sure that you're saving at least 10% of your money. Save it in an envelope. Put it, I want you to keep these envelopes separate. Remember, you got your, 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 your stash money that's 10%, your charity that's 10%, your education is 5%, and your savings is 10%. So you want to make sure that you're saving because you never know what can happen. And you want to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. You want to always be prepared to do what you have to do, or at least be closer to it than farther away. And when you save, I'm telling you, it starts to make a difference. And I can't say it enough. Look at it frequently because when you see it, what we see, we attract. Don't be afraid of the money. Don't have negative thoughts of the money. Make sure you keep it in a safe place. Don't tell everybody your busy ...ness. Do what you have to do for yourself. But you want to make sure that you are saving for the things that you need to save for. You might know in particular what you're saving for. You might be saving for a car, saving for a home, saving for a vacation. Whatever you're doing, just make sure that you are saving. I learned from one of, our, one of my, uh, co, I want to call them my uh, book collaborators, that, that you should have a true emergency fund, which is one year of all of your bills. That is a goal to save for. Right? But we got to start somewhere with just our 10%. So that's what we're going to do. So out of that, that's 10% for your play, 10% for your charity, 5% for your education, and 10% for your savings. Well, guess what? We're at 35%. This leaves you now what? Who's that 65%? So 65, let's count. 65 plus 5 is 70. Plus 3 is is 100, right? So you're at 65%. This should pay your bills. This should get your gas, take care of your necessities. Now, listen, you might say, Inga, this isn't realistic. What I want you to do is adjust the numbers to where they work for you. But the two numbers that cannot change at all are your 10% for play and your 10% for charity because those two are the ones that are going to get you to where you want to be. And this is going to take discipline. When I tell you, Many times I've done it over and over and over and over. My son does it. He'd be like, mom, your boy's up to $3,000. My friend will call every year and she'll say, Hey Inga, can you tell me that saving strategy again so I can start again? But when you do it and when you make it work for you, it works. But we do have to look at that 65%. Did you know that 35% and this is your accountant speaking, because this is my background, 35% of your income is for your rent for your living expenses, your mortgage, your utilities, 35%. And I know you might be have your be clutching your pros right now, like 35%. I'm living foul. <laughs> Guys, when you truly live on a budget where your money is that where you're not stretching yourself, where you're not overspending, until you're wealthy and can blow your bag in any type of way that you like, you want to make sure that you have this discipline and you want to keep this income to where it needs to be. Your income might not be there just yet, but if you practice this strategy, I promise you, you're going to get there. This 65% for your bills, you're gonna have to make it work. You're gonna have to really take a hard deep look at where you live, how you live, what you have, what you do, what are your expenses, what can go, what must stay. You have to take a look at all of this because for this to work, it is gonna take extreme discipline. I can tell you that it's easy. First thing that's easy is your plate money. You can't make no qualms about that. That plate money is the easiest thing ever. Your charity is semi easy, but sometimes, you know, it's kind of hard to part with what you have. But if you remember, all that you give, you will get pressed down, run it over, shake it together. Guys, you're going to get it back. So don't you fret about that. But when it comes to that 65%, we truly have to take a look at how we are living our life, how we're budgeting, how we're managing what we're doing with everything that we have. And that will begin to work for you. And we'll go on and on. You want to make sure that you stay plugged in. Stay plugged into inganicole.com. Make sure you stay plugged into my my social media at inganicole. I'm going to always have masterclasses. I'm going to always have now boss brunch networks, right? Boss brunch networks isn't that fun we boss we brunch we eat we network we meet each other but you're going to always have a way to continue to elevate more of what you do to have more money in your pocket because that's the name of the game you want to live your life run your business do what you have to do but you want to make sure that you take care of yourself that is really truly the key to all of this because when you pay yourself it gives you that push to continue on and so Honestly, those are my five strategies of how you can boss up your bag in 30 days or less. And literally, if you start on your next chunk of change, as my grandmother would say, start on your next check, your next uh, paycheck, your next income, your next sale. But start and watch and see how initially it may seem like it's not enough. But if you continue to do it, it will absolutely grow and grow and grow and and grow and you won't believe the magic that happens because you're focusing on money coming to you so let's say an affirmation real quick money comes to me easily and frequently say it again money comes to me easily and frequently i will boss up my bag i will boss up my bag i will boss up my bag i will pay myself first i will pay myself first i will pay myself first right Guys, make sure you follow me. I love, love, love talking to you. My book, Wake the F Up, is on pre-order. Make sure you grab it. And if by the time you listen to this chat, podcast, audio, the book is ready for you. And I can't wait to have you follow me at Inga Nicole. See ya. This episode of Wake the F Up podcast was brought to you by Body Image Beauty Lounge in Newcastle, Delaware, for all your post-op and body contouring needs. Guys, make sure you get the full-blown book, Wake the wakethefuppook.com, so you don't miss the beat. We will continue every day and always, as ladies in business, to wake ourselves the F up. See you soon.